0: We're starting.
1: Okay.
0: So good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Environmental Social Justice. I have a good old friend of mine here, Joe Rubenstein. He is the CEO and founder of Digital Bolex. So welcome to the show. Thank you. And um, you and I met both living downtown Los Angeles many years ago. And now you went outside, outside of downtown l a and to do urban farming, so tell us about that
1: well, I don't do urban farming for a living just just to be clear
0: yeah
1: um <clears throat> but but yeah i we were um just kind of coincidentally house hunting in twenty nineteen our our I was living in downtown, and our landlord raised our rent by some astronomical amount because he was converting a lot of the lofts into Airbnb locations.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, funny.
1: jokes on him through pandemic, nobody's <laughs> staying in an Airbnb and he's got an empty building. But, um, so he raised our rent some, you know, I, I, I had lived there for over 10 years and our rent had basically never gone up, you know, more than a, a, a few dollars um so then he raised it 20 percent all of a sudden or he was telling us he was going to raise it 20 percent all of a sudden so i was like all right i'm i'm uh just gonna find a different place to live and we started looking around at houses to buy um and uh we found a neighborhood called shadow hills i was looking for something close enough i was looking for something at burbank but burbank is crazy expensive
0: everywhere uh, is everywhere is crazy. Burbank
1: in particular is like okay. there was like here's a million-dollar house that is a one-room shack that hasn't been lived in in 20 years and there's a giant hole in the roof
0: fabulous what's wrong with that you were yeah nothing it's nothing. perfect
1: <laughs> yeah um so we were looking at neighborhoods just outside of Burbank and we found this one called Shadow Hills and um it's a horse community, so all the properties are about an acre, and a lot of our neighbors have horses and things like that, and or or donkeys or you know things like that. So um, uh, we fell in love with the house first, and and then decided it was close enough to Burbank that I could have a little studio there, and it wouldn't be a big stretch for people to come there and uh yeah so that's what we did we bought a house right at the end of 2019 we moved in at no in november of 2019 for the first you know uh uh, news things about COVID to drop in january 2020. yeah and and we were so lucky to get out of downtown when we did because i can't imagine you know, living through, especially the beginning, the first year of COVID. um, And we were on the 11th floor. So, you know, getting in an elevator two or three times a day just to walk the dog and then walking through those streets. And then all the parks were closed. I don't even know where the dog would go to the bathroom because.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, they
1: closed all of the public spaces. All like Pershing Square was closed. All of the dog parks were closed. All of that. It was like, yeah, it was. I don't know what we would have done
0: there and downtown was getting a little bit scary. I mean, i I'd, I'd gone down for meetings um, right before COVID happened and I was looking around and things got a little dangerous, especially on 7th and Broadway. Things were getting a little eh, rougher than normal.
1: Yeah. I, we, um, I, I walked the dog there for 10 years, often at midnight and I never really had any problems, but, I know a lot of people who did have problems there
0: yeah yeah i was always a little nervous when i'd walk sally girl um and i didn't walk at midnight i was in bed by midnight or at least trying to sleep with that lovely nightclub we had above us yeah uh, god that place sucked anyway back to the farming thing so you move out of downtown la and you don't really i mean i i can assume your background is not in agriculture
1: no sure. not at all yeah
0: so, so you just kind of like what the hell? I'm going to get some chickens.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I grew up, there were farms around and um, for a few years in high school, I would um, spend a summer in uh, Sarasota where I would stay basically on a farm or near a farm, a horse ranch with a, with a little farm. So I'd been exposed to farm chores, you know, as a yep. young person. Um I wasn't super knowledgeable about all the other stuff that goes along with it. Um their diet and you know, um parasites and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. But um it wasn't it wasn't so bad. Um and and yeah, so I had had a I'm I had been exposed to it. I had I had shoveled some horse poop in my day, I had cleaned some I've chicken yards.
0: Uh, <laughs> I've mucked a few stalls. I know there you I go,
1: do. there you go. And uh, and so I I, I was uh, I had been exposed to it um, more than just like once or twice, but like I'd, I'd lived there for a little while. Um, you know, a a month or so month or two at a time. And, um, and yeah, and, and I have always been uh, interested in chickens, in particular, but most animals I find interesting in some way, or other,
0: what, what made you say, you know what, we're now outside of a downtown area outside of an urban area, let's just get some livestock. Like what What was that trigger for you? Was it, you know, you wanted your own food, you wanted to just try it out. What was the trigger?
1: There was several triggers. Um, I mean, the biggest one was just we were in a space where a lot of our neighbors had that. Oh, okay. Right. So a lot of our neighbors have chickens or goats or horses or, you know, other, other animals, donkeys and things like that. So it's just kind of normal in this area um and then also at the same time we were going to grocery stores and you know the the egg aisle was empty oh you know really well early covid right
0: oh yeah 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 we we pretty much stayed at home and i mean i did, I do a ton of baking normally so i do usually go through eggs but I think at the beginning we just stayed home and just kind of just ate canned stuff for a while.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, they, you know, everybody remembers they were out of toilet paper, but they were out of, um, uh, we're vegetarian, but they were out of meats. They were out of eggs. There was out, they were out of milk and cheese, and uh, sometimes they were even out of bread. And
0: oh, yeah, that's yeah. True. So there I'm was
1: supplies yeah and all the cleaning supplies that's right um so so yeah so we just decided why not you know get some chickens and uh went to
0: a neighbor's like can i buy chicken from you and just take it home or
1: (laughs) so before we got any of the animals that we got it it's so easy these days um because we would just join a facebook group that's dedicated to that animal and read through all the problems that people in our area have had and all the you know all the preparedness suggestions that people have and things like that and you know try to gauge what's good information and what's bad information um but you know so we we uh how you can have these days, you can just have an instant community of people who have been doing this for dozens of years who can all help you at a moment's notice. Um, Yeah. So
0: bringing a community together, even if it's a worldwide community, that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. 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 So there's lots of chicken groups on Facebook, Uh, (laughs) pretty much every animal you can raise. There's a group on Facebook that'll wants to talk about
0: it. What's been your personal biggest benefit of having chickens?
1: What do you love about it? Well, I like the chickens themselves. Um, it's really that they, they all have very distinct personalities, and um, you know, some of them near bedtime will come up and jump up in your lap and stuff oh. like that. Some of them will run away from you if you just look at them. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a uh, it, it you know it's a fun and, and and again it's community building because you have to get a group of chickens that get to get 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 along together. So, oh,
0: never thought about that.
1: Yeah, so um, we call it the soap opera because every morning when the chickens come out of their house, you know, some of them are trying to reestablish dominance. Some of them are like, maybe today's my day to be. You know the top bird yeah and <laughs> no. and and so there's there's like a little drama soap opera that happens every day when the door opens and That's uh funny. yeah and and you know of course some of the the one of uh two of our chickens came from a uh back alley in silver lake oh no so way most of our chickens we bought from a chicken breeder and we would buy like really specific breeds like oh we were interested in an easter egger so we have some green eggs oh. So we would go to this breeder who's like really great and we would buy a chicken for 10 or 15 dollars or something like that a young chicken and then raise it um till it's old enough to start laying eggs and stuff like that um but she's, she's a really conscientious breeder who's smart about, you know, because it's like any other animal. If you get one that is not bred well, they can have all kinds of, like, problems with their feet, with their, you know, the, with their crop, with egg production. There's a, there's a lot of things like that that um, a well-bred chicken will be healthier, longer, and produce more eggs.
0: You know, I never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. It's just like any other animal. It's just like
1: any other animal. That's right.
0: Now, Um, you said, do you have other animals other than chickens? I think you have. We
1: do. So um, (laughs) uh, almost a year ago, maybe nine months ago, one of our neighbors was moving um, out of our neighborhood. And... Couldn't take her goats with her, so we uh, <laughs> we adopted two goats from a neighbor, and um, we just about uh, a month ago adopted a pig from a shelter.
0: Oh my god, that's awesome! And we
1: also in the in the recent past adopted a miniature like a dwarf goat so we now have three goats a pig and nine chickens
0: that's a lot of chickens oh my lord I thought you had like two or three
1: (laughs) yeah we had we have nine we had ten but but one of them was being really mean to the others and kind of uh pecking them and pulling out their feathers so we gave that chicken away (laughs) um
0: rehomed him
1: rehomed yeah and uh all of our chickens are female so that
0: What do you do with all those eggs? That's got to be a ton of eggs.
1: Um, we give a lot of them away. Um, during warmer months, we average somewhere between five and six eggs a day, but I'll make a five-egg omelet and eat the whole thing, no problem.
0: <laughs> well, when they're that fresh, they do, it, there is a difference in taste, I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Between farm fresh and what you get at the store, there it's a world of difference. And yeah, um... you get to
1: kind of control. You have some amount of control over that. So, um, one of the things, the basically, the more protein you feed the chickens, the richer the egg yolk. Oh. So when you want that, really, people associate it with a dark color. The dark color sometimes is associated, but Usually the dark colors actually people just feed them saffron or yellow
0: oh, foods
1: and it I makes the died. egg yeah make, makes the eggs uh, the the yolks darker but really the the richness of flavor comes from how much protein uh, the birds are getting so um, the normal kind of supplement for um, chickens is dried mealworms Mm-hmm. So basically fly larvae and um, so you buy it in these giant bags and you kind of sprinkle it on the ground and and they go after it like you know ravenously um, So if you want really rich yolks and eggs, you just give them more okay. of the of, of the the uh, mealworms you can so you have control over how rich your eggs are it's a nice, Nice benefit. So yeah, I mean, now store-bought eggs taste like somebody watered them down to me.
0: Wow, oh. you know, I don't know if I've had um, other than a restaurant where they advertise farm fresh. I'll have to, I'll have to hunt that down because now that you said that they can artificially dye them with saffron or food coloring, yeah, I now wonder if what I had was real farm fresh or not. I'm gonna have to check that out. But um, I do want to segue now into your company. Digital okay. Bolex, your CEO and founder. I remember when, when we were all living downtown, you were three D printing them. Correct.
1: Well, we were three D printing prototypes because our our uh, R and D or prototyping stage lasted for almost two years, which was almost a year longer than we wanted it to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can
1: understand. Um, but the, that's the hard thing about R and D is you don't always know how long it's going to take yeah so that company is actually uh, closed down in 2016 Um, there I had a disagreement with the investor about basically what what the business really was you know what I mean like what what our business practice should be and how it should sell and stuff like that Um, so I let him take over the company in 2015 and he ran it for about a year and it was still making money, but it wasn't making him a lot of money. And he was already a pretty rich guy and it was taking a lot of time to not make him a lot of money. So he just <laughs> shut it down.
0: Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. And you are, cause I see uh, you're posting on Facebook. You do, um, you direct uh, commercials, videos. I, I saw some work that you do.
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean, I got into digital bolex because um, I come from a film background, have a strong film aesthetic and have worked in, in video production for years and, and still photography. So um, I got into that uh, through that path. And, uh, and yeah, so I just went back to that one. <laughs> so I make uh, music videos, uh, web commercials i do still photography um i edit documentaries for people um, all sorts of things anything to do with video or still production i've i've probably done some version of it
0: very cool so what i do is probably very amateur to you because <laughs> i am very wow. much a beginner this is not my i'm a geologist what can i say yeah. I, i'm just education outreach to people's focus yeah Social, proper media people Sorry.
1: <laughs> Listen, I, I don't do streaming, so it's a totally different world.
0: Very different thing. Yes, that yeah. is true. That is true. Well, I thank you for today. This is awesome. Absolutely. I mean, this this is great to let people know that you can go from your downtown urban environment and easily Absolutely. segue into doing your own farming, doing having your own livestock, just just changing. Even yeah. if you don't have a background in it, just give it a shot. Facebook groups build your communities. I think that's yeah. brilliant information.
1: Yeah, I you know. Joined Facebook group. So, yeah, what we did was like about a month before we got chickens, we joined um, uh, Facebook groups. We asked a bunch of questions. I have a, 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 I put together a little slideshow if you're interested.
0: Um, I don't know if we can share that
1: on here. I think I can.
0: Yeah, give it a shot. See if you can do it.
1: All
0: right. Are Hi. you seeing?
1: Are you seeing my slideshow?
0: I am. Check that uh-huh. out.
1: <laughs> so this is the chicken coop that we uh, built. We bought a tiny little chicken coop at first when we just had a few chickens, but then uh-huh. we um, decided we they needed a better house. It, the ones you can buy are pretty um, uh, rickety, pretty pretty weak.
0: Oh. So, that-
1: we built this whole house, my girlfriend and I, and uh, this is quite robust, let's say.
0: It's a nice looking house. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, it's, it's really good looking. I'm not going to lie.
1: Thanks. Um, this is our first four chickens that we bought. This is a, a, a little bit older than the age we got them. We got them maybe a few weeks before this. This, this is them very young.
0: I like the speckled hen pretty um
1: yeah yeah yeah, they're all um this is i i built them some weird like playground yeah (laughs) playground
0: furniture
1: (laughs) that's just like you know a nail gun and and a chop saw and and you know that kind of thing and and they just love climbing on anything you can give them to climb on the goats are the same way that's
0: that's awesome the goats
1: This was some of our first eggs. This is egg production.
0: Holy (laughs) Lord, that's a bucket!
1: Yeah, (laughs) we have a lot of eggs. Um, And you had that one
0: giant egg that um, I saw.
1: Yeah, the double yoker. Um, That was
0: huge. Poor thing. This
1: is (laughs) my studio that I do my photography and music videos in that we built in the backyard. Also have you
0: built that whole structure yourself
1: well no we had this built um oh, okay. you design it in in uh there's a website you design it on the website exactly how tall and you know it gives you pieces to to put together so this is my office up here and That's then these amazing. are the barn doors that open down here and then there's this is 25 feet tall in the back so In the back i have a space that's 36 feet wide 25 feet tall 24 feet deep that that i can do photography in and that's remarkable
0: that's like uh, full-on
1: yeah i mean that's not
0: someone's backyard that's that's a real freaking studio
1: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so we have about an acre of land so it's really nice to be able to do that so these are the chickens as they're older now um and uh, this is one of the summer treats we give them, cantaloupe.
0: Little cantaloupe. Yeah. I love it. Uh,
1: this is one of the goats that we adopted.
0: Very, And, you know, goats are great for keeping brush back.
1: Oh, yeah. We let the fire. goats out, and yeah. they, they'll trim everything they can reach. So um, a lot of the trees, we have olive trees and things like that, that um, they kind of, like, uh, drop seeds and kind of sprout young trees all over the place and the goats take care of everything that you don't want uh, very cool
0: yeah it gets rid of all those little saplings which is nice yeah. it
1: gets rid of all the weeds everything they're they're, they're great for everything and, then and this also is good our...
0: for defensible space with wildfires Get yeah those out. <clears throat> that's right
1: and this is our pig hamish oh and uh he also helps with um maintaining uh the the yard we let them all out together he's more uh digger so he'll dig up uh roots and things like that of of uh you know plants that were long dead and gone and you can't even see them anymore like trees that are gone um but he'll dig up the roots and and eat them
0: that's awesome i could use that actually we have we have one tree that just won't go away we cut it down the root system it just keeps popping up and i'm constantly digging that thing out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. They dig and and uh, any that stuff. So yeah.
0: Oh, that's so cool. That's... I love what you're doing. Yeah. And i'm a, i'll be honest, i am a little jealous that um cuz i would love to get into a more rural environment space kind of away from people. Yes, i want chickens. I'm not going to lie. I've been i've said this for years. I want freaking chickens. But with the way real estate took off in the last two years, especially outside of urban areas. We were so it.
1: lucky. We were so lucky yeah. to get in when we got in. I mean, just from, just from 2019 to now, just through pandemic, the house that we bought is not quite double the value, but almost.
0: Yeah, it's I gone absolutely up like believe that.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: But also with the improvements you added, I'm sure it's worth more. Yeah, I'm sure if you brought us, you brought someone in to evaluate it for you. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Oh, totally. Studio alone. Yeah.
0: Good lord, that thing's gigantic.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's great. Do you want to? Uh, I don't know how. What's your time limit on these things? Are you?
0: Uh, I mean, usually thirty minutes max, but take your time. It's all over. Where are we at mind. with that? We're at twenty-four We're at... minutes.
1: All right, I want to tell you about chicken eyeballs. Oh no. <laughs> Not as an eating thing. As, oh, thank God! <laughs> as, as a biology thing. So, as a photographer, right? I'm fascinated with um, vision and the way we see, and the way animals see, and the way light works, and all that kind of stuff, right? Oh, so, yeah. so um, our eyeballs come from uh, fish. Essentially, if you follow the lineage, that's why they're full of liquid.
0: Uh And that's why
1: 60 something percent of humans wear glasses.
0: I'm blind as a bat. I wear contacts.
1: Right. So the reason it is like that is because our eyes developed underwater. And uh, and so they're full of fluid. And that's terrible for land creatures. And that's why we all go blind after whatever oh, yeah. 30. Almost um, there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, uh, chickens, their eyes come from dinosaurs.
0: That I believe.
1: In fact, if you just follow dinosaur lineage, chickens are dinosaurs. They just are dinosaurs.
0: It's kind of cool to think about. <laughs>
1: all, all birds are. They, they just, there, there's a, a um, I think the right.
0: Archaeopteryx was the first feathered dinosaur. I'm calling. They keep
1: finding older and older ones. Oh really? I have yeah, yeah. It keeps changing, but yeah, but yeah. So so yeah, birds are dinosaurs. They just are dinosaurs, and their eyes developed from there. And because of that, their eyes are so much more advanced than ours. Like crazy advanced.
0: Well, makes sense. I mean, if you think about raptors, they can see prey from the sky and just dive bomb it. So that makes sense.
1: <laughs> so check this out. Okay. Um, so we see a fairly narrow spectrum of visible radiation that we call light. Mm-hmm. They see one that's almost three times as wide. Hmm. So you know, we see Roy G. Biv, the rainbow of colors, right? Yep. They see more colors, ones we can't even imagine, right? So they see um, ultraviolet light. Mm-hmm. Imagine a blue that's bluer than blue that you've never seen before.
0: Be terrifying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they see infrared light. Imagine red that's redder than red that you've never seen before.
0: That would be terrifying. <laughs> I mean, Basically, also imagine things they would see that we just never see. Meaning, you know, when your dog stares at a spot on a wall and you're like, "What the hell are they looking at?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, dogs' vision is actually not that different from ours. A little bit worse, actually. But oh,
0: well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, know so, what I, mean.
1: <laughs> I know what you mean. So chickens, chickens see almost three times as many as many colors as we do, and uh, the world looks completely different to them. They also, because they develop in, uh, in, the, in eggs, they all, um, their heads all uh, lean the same way inside the egg. They all curl the same way inside an egg. And it causes their left eye to be um, against their body and hidden from the light, and their right eye to be exposed to the light. Okay, And this causes their eyes to develop differently inside the egg. So chickens and many birds have a right eye that sees distance really well, almost like a telescope. Like oh. it, 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 they can see something far away really, really well. And then they have a left eye that's almost like a microscope. Where they can see, you know, the chickens are pecking at the ground all the time, and I'm like, it's just dirt. But they actually <laughs> see mites. Oh, yes. They're seeing food. They're seeing little bugs crawling around that if we pulled out a microscope, we could also see. Very
0: but true. But with our
1: naked eyes, we, we can't see dirt.
0: See. We yeah. see dirt.
1: Yeah. So they they and you'll see them kind of cock their heads. You know, or if they look up at you, they kind of cock their head this way, you know, it's a, it's a, they're, they're focusing their brain activity, they're, they're focused on one single eye vision, because one of them is better at seeing far away, like you said, a raptor seeing a a mouse on the ground, then Mm -hmm. the other eye is really good at seeing something relatively close in extreme detail. And, uh, Yeah.
0: I never really considered that before. I just thought that was a raptor thing. I didn't know. I mean, obviously, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's making sense. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just something you don't think about until someone like you educates us, which again, education outreach, that's what this is all about.
1: That's right. Who knew that we
0: start with talking about urban farming, filmography, directors, and now chicken eyes?
1: (laughs) Chicken eyes. Chicken vision is, I often, I don't know if you watched, um, and I'll and I'll close it. I'll I'll wrap it up with this. But um, if you watched um, uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica,
0: a little or, bit, the first couple, oh, the first couple, of the,
1: there's there's uh, there's a, you know, it's about basically androids that look like people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Synthetic people, and there's one scene where one of them is just cursing his eyes these gelatinous balls in his head that see such a narrow spectrum because he wants to see, you know, supernovas in ultraviolet. And he wants to see, you know, the world in in all these different ways that other computers can see them, right? Because they have different forms of sensors and cameras and eyes and things like that. And, and yeah, and chickens remind me of that because Their vision is so advanced. They see so much more of the world than we do. Yeah. uh, That I'm envious of them every day.
0: Oh, that's kind of sweet. (laughs) Well, I wish you and your chickens well. Thank you. I love the fact what you're doing and the urban farming thing and, you know, growing local and also learning and teaching other people what they can do. And then, of course, taking in animals that people can't take with them. That's awesome as well, because you know, my dogs have always been rescues. So I feel for that. So I thank you for that. And I thank you for your time and keep doing what you're doing. And I love that studio. My God. Thank you. The music videos in your backyard. Who knew that you could do that? So great. Obviously. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> Working from home to a new level. That's so, <laughs> take care, everybody. We'll see you. Bye bye.